Good morning, RVA. It's 58 degrees and our streak of warm but wet weather continues. Today you can expect highs near 70 with a good chance of wind and rain throughout the day. Honestly, it sort of seems like a great day to stay inside if you can. Cooler weather returns tomorrow. Boop! Water cooler! Remember last week when the Richmond Crusade for Voters put out a press release that called for the RPS school board to fire superintendent cameras? At the time, I said ignoring the impact COVID-19 had on our school district was unfair. School board chair Stephanie Rizzi cautioned against putting all the blame for every challenge facing RPS onto one person, and City Council's Education and Human Services Committee agreed with her in a public statement. Now, it sounds like RCV's membership may also have some concerns with the group's original sentiments. Here's the full text of a new press release I found in my inbox yesterday. Quote, on February 19, 2024, the Richmond Crusade for Voters Board of Directors voted to publish its opinion that RPS Superintendent Jason Cameras be removed from office. However, the membership of the Crusade for Voters is continuing to review and discuss this matter. Want to read something gross? Michael Martz at the Richmond Times-Dispatch reports that the governor has proposed $322 million in toll relief in Hampton Roads that he hopes will convince Senator Louise Lucas to include his big arena plans in the Senate's version of the budget. Gross because I bet it works, but also because toll relief just encourages more driving while simultaneously we can't find the money to support public transportation. WMATA faces a massive budget shortfall that will most likely lead to a 12.5% fare increase for riders come July. Richmond Business's Jonathan Spears reports on the city's unveiling of their master plan for the Shaco Slavery Commemorative Site, dubbed the Shaco Project. The plan calls for a, quote, 62,000-square-foot museum to be located at the north end of the Shaco Bottom African Burial Ground, a grassy area north of Broad Street between Interstate 95 and the train tracks. The ground's site also would include a memorial, a walking path, and a 2,200-square-foot retail and restaurant pavilion fronting Broad Street. I know we've all seen a couple rounds of renderings for this project, and it sort of seems like we're stuck in an infinite loop of meetings, plans, and sweeping images of what could one day be. But there is, in fact, a lot of actual money actually allocated, like $38 million of it. So something will happen, but it's likely going to take a long, long time. The aforelinked Shaco Project website says construction on the first phase will start this fall, but it'll take until at least 2037 to wrap the whole entire thing. Here's the PDF of the actual master plan, and you'll probably want to flip to the design chapter, which starts on page 75. Hey, check this out. You can watch Jason Roop's City Council pre-show, which needs a clever name. I'll noodle on it, over on the city's legislative website. Tap through to see an amazing intro animation and tune, and then a quick interview with Councilmember Addison about the 1st District, his newly launched mayoral campaign, and some of his perspective on Richmond's governance after working closely with the city for the past bunch of years. Make sure you stick around for the lightning round questions at the end, too. Roop then gets a hold of Councilmember Newbolt to talk through the legislation that would move those historically black cemeteries under city ownership. Good stuff, and I'm excited to see the show evolve. Rapping with Roop, maybe. Mm, I'll keep thinking. Robin Schwarzkopf at RIC Today has a nice primer on the planned rewrite of the city's zoning ordinance. Love to see it. FYI, if you've gotten deep into following the city's cultural heritage stewardship plan as it works its way through the process, maybe stop by one of two open houses they'll host today. The first at Main Library, that's 101 East Franklin Street from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. The second at Hickory Hill Community Center, that's 3000 East Belt Boulevard from 5 to 7 p.m. This plan will try its best to help the city balance historic preservation with a desperate need to build more homes for more humans. And I think with the right amount of thoughtfulness, it could have a pretty big impact. We'll see. If you stop by today, let me know how it went. 
This morning's patron long read is titled, Will America Ever Stop Building More Highways? Submitted by patron Benjamin. Betteridge's law of headlines would say that, no, no, we are not ever going to stop building more highways. But even in just the last 10 years, I've started to see more successful opposition to big highway expansion projects across the country, and more normal people question why we spend millions and millions of dollars to build the new and bigger highways that are killing our planet. Weirdly, I have a small amount of hope. That said, our own regional planning body right here in Richmond wants to spend $100 million of public funds on widening I-64. So, like, we've still got some work to do. Here's an excerpt. But experts argue that expansion projects do little to reduce traffic congestion and add to the country's climate problems. Almost 30% of U.S. carbon emissions come from transportation, most of it from cars and trucks. While interstate highways make up only around 1% of the nation's roads, they carry around a quarter of its traffic. We continue to spend significant amounts of money at the federal and at the state level expanding our highway networks, said Tony Dutzik, a senior policy analyst with the Frontier Group. Given the climate issues that we are already facing and the fact that we are already building out a massive highway network around the country, I think it's legitimate to ask whether that's the right set of priorities. If you'd like to suggest a long read to show up here, go chip in a couple bucks on the old Patreon. That's patreon.com slash gmrva. This morning's picture of the day is a picture of my rain gauge, and it looks like it's reading about an inch, which seems like a lot, to be honest, but it was a good soaking rain yesterday. Intro and outro music by Matt Fisher, and you can find links to all these stories and more in the show notes or on gmrva.com.